Raven stared at her computer for a full minute without reading a single word of the email. A co-worker walked by and made her snap out of her daze. She didn't recognize him. Must be one of the newbies, Raven thought and looked back at her screen. It was 9.30 in the morning and Raven had arrived at work very early. She wanted to get a proposal to her boss before noon. It should have been finished days ago, but Raven had procrastinated until the day of the deadline. She still hadn't gotten her focus back at work. Her inability to focus had only gotten worse since she had sent Natalie a message and had gotten no reply. Again. After several days of waiting, Raven was losing hope. Maybe it was the message itself. She now saw that it hadn't been a good one. She should have apologized for leaving Belgium so suddenly. She should not have pretended like they had parted on good terms. When Jasmine had convinced her to get back in touch with Natalie, Raven had acted fast. She had felt like she would change her mind if she waited any longer. And so she had sent the first thing that came to mind. Now, Raven was in the agonizing position of deciding if she would send another message. She could say sorry and try to fix the mistake. Maybe then Natalie would respond. But what if Natalie just never wanted to hear from Raven again? Raven was afraid to share any of this with her sister, even though she could really use her advice. She was too embarrassed and didn't want to get another lecture about how she had bolted when things got tough. Her computer beeped loudly. Raven's eyes flicked to the corner of her screen. An email from her boss had come in. The subject of the message was, Where is my proposal? The rest of the email was empty. Fuck. Raven said and sat back in her chair. She needed to get it together and sent this file to her boss. Something felt off about her work so far, though. At first, Raven had thought she was just distracted. But yesterday evening, she had realized it was more than that. The proposal was too generic, too boring. Her boss would probably approve it because this was what their proposals always looked like but Raven had suddenly felt like she could do better. Except, she couldn't get in the zone because she kept thinking about Natalie. I can't do this anymore, Raven thought, frustrated, and grabbed her phone. I'm going to text her. A voice in her head told her to stop and think twice before she sent another lame message. But her despair trumped her common sense as she was opening the messages app. She was about to type when she saw the little cloud with three dots popping up just above the input field. Her heart jumped and her hands instantly got clammy. Raven blinked a few times. Yes, the three tiny dots really were there. She's typing, she thought, her head spinning with elation. Raven's eyes were fixed on the screen as Natalie typed. Her hands got clammier as she held on to the phone tightly. Her fingers were starting to cramp. The three dots kept dancing and dancing. This is a long message, Raven thought, unsure if that was a good or a bad sign. Then, the three dots disappeared. No message had appeared. Raven felt like shaking her phone, almost as if the message was stuck. She frowned at the device, 
breathing shallowly until she felt dizzy. What the fuck? She whispered to herself. Raven sat frozen in her chair for several more minutes before lowering the phone. Her chest was tight with disappointment. She wanted to scream. She wanted to cry. She wanted to storm out of the building and drive around aimlessly. But a proposal was due. Raven had been slacking ever since she had gotten back from Belgium and her boss had noticed. She had no credit left. Raven would have to find a way to get this done. What if I go back to Belgium to talk to Natalie? Raven thought suddenly. A rush of adrenaline shot through her body. It made the tips of her ears tickle. She pictured herself walking to Natalie's house. How would Natalie react when she saw who was on her doorstep? Would she shut the door in Raven's face? Or would she rush into Raven's arms? There was no way of knowing what she would do without going there. The fact that she had almost sent a message could be a good sign. Or a terrible one. But Raven was willing to take any risk at this point. The wave of excitement she was experiencing was too addictive. She didn't want to give it up. She hadn't felt this energized in months. First, I need to get this proposal out of the door, Raven decided. I need the boss happy and impressed so she will approve some short-term vacation time. She nodded and opened the document with her work. A new energy had taken hold of her, and she soon lost all track of time. Within two hours, she had completely rewritten her plan. She had backed it up with numbers in a spreadsheet an hour later. She knew her new proposal was bold. She was shaking things up. Her boss would either absolutely love it or totally hate it. Raven was okay with that. She felt like she had nothing to lose. She hadn't liked her job in ages. Might as well make things a little more interesting. She sent the email to her boss and surfed to the website with cheap airline tickets next. The second guessing came as soon as Raven had booked her plane ticket. She had taken an enormous risk in booking that. Her boss hadn't responded to her proposal yet. Raven hadn't brought up taking time off at all. Her flight to Brussels was on a Monday evening in just 10 days. Her flight back was three days later on Thursday morning local time. That gave her two and a half days to see Natalie and talk to her. Or to at least try to speak to her. The ticket price had been lower than she had expected. But it was a deal that expired at midnight and that's why she had booked it despite the risk of not being able to go. She would have to make it happen somehow. Raven hadn't told anyone about her plan yet. She knew Jasmine would have wanted to know before she had booked her tickets. Raven dreaded telling her sister about her crazy idea. She already knew that Jasmine would not be supportive. Her eyes glanced at the phone lying beside her in bed. She should call her sister and get it out of the way. If she had learned one thing in the last few months, it was that the longer she kept things from her sister, the more critical Jasmine would be. Her phone rang before she could pick it up. Raven's breath caught as she thought it was probably her boss. But the number on the screen was unknown to her. 
It looked like it came outside of the United States. A jolt ran down Raven's spine. An international number? Could it be Natalie? Maybe she had a different phone number now, and that's why she hadn't responded to Raven's messages? Raven fumbled with the phone before pressing the accept button. Hello? She stammered. There was a moment of silence before an unfamiliar voice responded. Hello? Is this Raven? Yes, Raven said slowly, frowning. The caller had an American accent. Who was this, and why were they calling from abroad? I don't know if you remember me, but we met in Belgium, the voice said. I'm Kim. Kim? Raven repeated, very confused. Natalie's best friend, Kim said. Oh, right, Raven replied. She needed a moment to process what she had just heard. Then worry hit her. Is Natalie okay? She asked in alarm. What if Kim had been the one typing on Natalie's phone earlier? Had Natalie been in an accident or was she sick? Countless options flashed through Raven's mind in the time it took Kim to reply. She's fine, Kim said. She doesn't know that I am calling you. Raven tilted her head as she took in what Kim was saying. How did you get my number then? She finally asked, the line between her eyebrows deepening. She gave me her old phone and forgot to wipe it, Kim said. She has a new number? Raven asked, hoping that this was why Natalie hadn't responded to her messages. No, just a new phone. She hiccuped and groaned a little. Raven shifted the phone to her other ear. Was Kim drunk? She roughly calculated what time it was in Belgium. It had to be 2 a.m. or later. Why are you calling me? Raven asked, careful not to sound harsh. She was happy with any line to Natalie, even if it wasn't a direct one. She didn't want Kim to hang up at all but she didn't understand what was going on. I thought you should know you really fucked with Natalie's head by leaving, Kim said. Raven could now clearly hear that she was slurring her words. She was quiet for a second. Kim sounded angry. Raven's cheeks reddened in shame. She cleared her throat twice before speaking. <clears throat> I'm sorry. She said, and meant it. I think you owe her that apology, Kim said, her voice sharp. I know. I tried to get in touch, but she won't respond, Raven explained. She's trying to get back on her feet, Kim replied. That's good, Raven said hesitantly. She wasn't sure what Kim meant. Was Natalie seeing someone else? Was that why she hadn't replied? She's got a new job and is very good at it, Kim continued. Raven was relieved to hear this. That's fantastic news. Yes, and she did it all by herself, Kim said. She's pretty amazing, Raven said softly. Pretty amazing? She's awesome. The best friend you can imagine having. And she's an amazing girlfriend, too. Oh... Okay, Raven said, unsure where this was going. Yes, Natalie is fantastic. She is, Kim said loudly. And she needs closure. You took that away from her. 
Raven's throat tightened. I'm sorry, she repeated. I think you need to come back here and talk to her, Kim said. Raven rubbed her forehead. You're right. Damn right, I'm right, Kim agreed, although she seemed a little unsure suddenly. I will be there in ten days, Raven continued. You will? Kim squeaked. I will, Raven confirmed, nodding. There was no more second guessing. She was going back to Belgium no matter what. For Natalie, but also for herself. Because Raven needed closure too. Desperately. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.